Hello, you're listening to Two Tickets, Please. I'm Daryl. And I'm Sheree. So, this week we're talking about three movies, actually. Uh, sort of the makeup. Sort of to make up for, like, what we <laughs> what we didn't get to cover last week. So, we have Eye in the Sky, uh, Midnight Special, and The Boss as our trifecta of movies mm-hmm. this week. But, you know, first... I'd just like to take a moment and talk about a totally unpaid for uh, endorsement of PlayStation <laughs> View and my current struggles with Optimum. Okay. Yeah, you know, like, first of all, like, Optimum's okay. You know, I never really had, like, a problem with them, mm-hmm. you know? But, like, so our teaser rate is about to expire. And in order to keep the services that we have to have, like, that we have with Optimum, like, right now, it'd be, like, 250-something, probably higher than that per month. Mm-hmm. It was, like, atrocious. Like, what, what's that? So, like, we got a phone line that we don't use. And, like, there's also, like, you know, DVR. You got to rent the cable box and all that nonsense. All these hidden fees. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> here comes PlayStation View to the rescue. And, like, I, to be honest, I didn't really, like, feel like going to PlayStation Review at first. Because, like, I mean, come on. Like, if the internet goes out, then that's the end of the phone. That's the end of, like, you know, television. Which is, which is like, an actual thing for me. Which happens. Yeah, which happens. Actually, not, like, you know, when it goes out without the moment, it's, like, gone for, like, ever. And then you have to, like, call somebody. But, uh... I'm still going to suffer through this because albums too goddamn expensive. Like for real. PlayStation view is amazing. Oh my God. Yeah, it is. It's like, like where have you been all my life? <laughs> I think because you know, like I was talking to my, like my coworkers and stuff about this, like PlayStation view thing. And like one of my coworkers said that it was garbage. And, like, I think the reason why he thinks that is because of the way that PlayStation View works is, like, it kind of treats everything. It treats it, like, on a show-by-show basis as opposed to, like, these are your channels that you're going to watch. Which, I mean, if you don't like television like that, like, if you, ba- like, basically, if you like, like, Hulu, if, you're, if Hulu is basically how you want to see television... Then PlayStation views for you, and if, if you already know what you're going to watch, yeah, what your favorite shows are, yeah, then then that's what PlayStation views for. But like, if you just want to like, you know, couch surf and like just put on like a channel and like know that stuff is going to be on that channel, PlayStation view is not for you. It's mm-hmm. like super complicated, like work it the way that it's like that, that, that like normal television is supposed to work. I mean, you do also still get channels, so I could see why. But not as many, I mean, commercials, not channels. Commercials. But, like, there are times when you can, like, fast forward. You can, like, start watching a show and rewind all the way back to the beginning. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Miss Broad City is like, oh, snap. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that's a good example of, like, how it works, right? So, like, we missed the beginning of Broad City. Turns out there's a catch-up feature. So, like, you could just watch stuff that came on, like, you know, an hour or two beforehand and just, like, watch it. Mm-hmm. And, like, the only I'm, annoying thing is you can't fast forward through the commercials. But yeah. We were going to watch it on TV anyway. Yeah. So. so, you know, Hulu likes to take, like, months to be putting new stuff out sometimes. Yeah, it's Viacom, though. 
like Viacom's just kind of kind of weird, you know. They have that like old board member who's got like a ton of drama on him right now. Mm-hmm. But like, hopefully, when he's you know out of the picture, somebody young will be like, "Hey, this nonsense we're doing about having like stuff show up on Hulu like two weeks later." So no one can ever catch up and watch it on television is really stupid. We yeah. should stop doing that. So, so PlayStation View aside, done. Play, yeah, well, fine. Free, free ad over. Uh huh. Um. So I guess I'm gonna start with Midnight Special, and I think this is gonna be quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, saw this like two weeks ago. Yeah. So. Uh, it's directed by Jeff Nichols, and it's also written by him. Uh, he also did Mud, uh, if you remember that movie at all. I didn't watch it, so I can't really say. Uh, and it stars uh, Michael Shannon, Joe uh, Elger, and Kristen Dunst. Uh, and Adam Driver. And Adam Driver. As, um, you know, Adam Driver is like a... CI, well, NSA operative or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, you know, here's the thing. So we saw this the week after we saw Batman versus Superman. And I just want to say that when you're dealing with super powered people, you don't have to like, you know, make them, you know, like, oh man, this is Jesus. Oh man. Of what a responsibility and pain or powers are. No. Uh, this kid has powers that are vaguely defined. I kind of think he's a reality warper or something. But like... I think he just shoots light out of his eyes. Yeah, yeah, but like he shoots out light, but like it's also like, you know, he's able to like listen to like the radio waves. Uh, and he's oh. able. This is like... An okay movie. It's entertaining while you're watching it. I took nothing from it when it was over. I don't regret watching it. Like, it wasn't bad, but I just felt like, what did I, what was I supposed to get from that? Like, was there a hidden message? Like, I, nothing really clicked for me while watching it. It was just like a very weird story about a boy with powers whose father kidnapped him from a cult to save him from the cult. It was just, I don't know. I can't describe this movie. It's like, look. Empty. He's, it's not, I don't think it's an empty movie. It's not special or midnight. (sighs) Look, he's, he's trying to like, you know, get this kid, you know, he's a father, he loves his son, and he's trying to like, get him to the place that he needs to go, because he's just telling him. Everyone seems like they're on drugs in this movie. I feel like they spent a little bit too much, like, they had too much reverence for the kid. Like, mm-hmm. he was just like, I need to get someplace. And they're like, okay, let's go. Uh, I'll murder anyone you need me to. But we'll be going there. Uh, they run into this cop who is helping them for reasons I'm not really sure of, like, why he wanted to get involved in the first place. The cop was his father's childhood friend. Yeah, but that, doesn't that seem shallow, though, to you? Yeah, but then he also let him see the light in his eyes, and uh-huh. that, like, just turns everyone into a believer. Uh-huh. And, like, I don't know. Government's kind of weird in this movie, too, because they, like, you know, first, they, they, they're, they're trying to get this kid. Like, at first, it makes sense, because, you know, he's, like, 
compromising intelligence. They're like, well, we got to figure out how this kid is compromising intelligence. Mm-hmm. And then later on, they just want to abduct, abduct the kid, I guess, to use him as a weapon. Which makes no sense. Like, what is, well, he did make that satellite go down, but it yeah. wasn't, they don't know for sure that that was him. I don't know how they decide that that's him. Yeah, like when they just think he hacked the satellite or something to make it yeah. like fail. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. How they just like, oh, it's this boy. Mm-hmm. Like everyone just all of a sudden believes in And then powers. like, and they also block off the road for him to like escape at the very end. Uh, and like, I would think that if I were the government and I were like just considering this kid as some like weird techno genius or something, I would probably not go that far because I don't really think it would work. Like I don't, I don't, I don't think he would like disappear. I'm, I'm really confused as to like what he's supposed to be, because he's just like, oh, they're like, you know, he's these an alien from another dimension that watches us, that are made of light. Which I feel like is supposed to be like techno babble alien. I mean, techno babble angels or something. You know, <sighs> I don't know because I got nothing from this movie. It's just like okay, I watch something. Hmm. Is there a meaning? Is there a reason? No. I mean, look, are all our movies supposed to have meaning and reasons? I mean, they should have reasons. Uh Well, you know. Stories. A father and son go on the run, pursued by the government and a cult, drawn to the child's special powers. Mm-hmm. That's the description. Oh yeah, I mean that's the scenario. That's the that's it. That's all it is. Well, nothing else. Okay, <laughs> and Adam Driver is good here. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I like him pretty much just like in any scenario where he's just like, you know, an awkward dude or a hipster. I don't really know about him as Kylo Ren yet, but you know. He's just a hipster NSA agent. Well, I don't really know. He's a hipster NSA agent. He's, He's just like super hipster awkward. Hipster Sith Lord. <laughs> Maybe. No, because he's not a Sith in uh, you know, the new trilogy. Sith don't exist anymore. He's just like something else. Listen, okay. Uh huh. Star Wars. Man, whatever. <laughs> All I know is that you're gonna see I am driving a lot more things, especially after Star Wars. But. I don't know. I would give it, I don't know, 7 out of 10, 8 out of 10. Seems mm-hmm. good to me. I was in, I was entertained. Yep, Michael Shannon was good. Mm-hmm. I don't really know if this thing has legs. You know, I'd see it in theaters if I haven't seen it already. And aside from that, don't do it. Don't. I wouldn't see it on. in theaters. I'd like, watch it on HBO Go. I could see that case. I could definitely see that case. But then again, I feel like if you don't see it in theaters, you're not going to want to see this on television because you just change the channel. They're, they're, Cause they're, like, it, like if you're seeing it like, you know, on television, there's like a million options. Would you rather see midnight special or like anything else on Netflix? Mm, anything else. See, Whatever, man. It's an okay movie. Uh-huh. I told, see, you feel the same way. I don't know why you try to scoff at me. What is true? Like this movie got like 
high score on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, it's got 7.3. Well, because it does a lot of IMDb. stuff that like critics would like. You know what I it's mean? It's good. It's not a bad movie. I don't yeah. regret seeing it. You know? <laughs> I like that. That's the bar. <laughs> I don't regret seeing the movie. I regret it. Therefore, some movies. well, you know, whatever, man. Uh, Next. <laughs> really? <laughs> You're done? All right, whatever. Next, Eye in the Sky. Um, a lot better. I know what they wanted me to get from this movie. Yeah, man, too hard. Too hard did they try to no. get me. To like, oh, wait, I didn't even do the Rotten Tomatoes thing. Rotten Tomatoes, a midnight special. Uh, 82%. Yep, okay. B plus. B plus. Yeah, okay. B plus. Is that a B plus? B I mean, B yeah, minus? F- for Rotten Tomatoes, but, like, for you personally, eh, like, mm, eh. B minus. B minus? I, I, yeah, that seems about right for me. B minus, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Eye in the Sky. Uh, it stars Helen Mirren. Uh, she is, um, Mirren. Yeah. So, she is a, like, general or something i don't know she's a commanding officer and she's like doing this joint mission with like the u.s because we have drones i guess man it doesn't only star helen mirren also stars aaron paul as the drone pilot um alan rickman's alan in it rickman. <laughs> who uh, i forgot was gone this is actually his me. last movie uh he is um above helen mirren in the chain of commands He's kind of like the point person to mm-hmm. like the rest of the British government in this movie. Uh, and then everybody else. Oh, we got the guy the dude from, from Captain Phillips. Yep. I don't know what's Oh, yeah, yeah. He's in it, you know. Uh, he is like, I guess, like a Kenyan spy or something. Mm-hmm. Or a Nigerian spy. Something. <laughs> and, yeah. Anyway. And uh, you got the dude from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Wait, which dude from Game of Thrones? Um, he was the king's hand. Oh, he was Littlefinger. No, not Littlefinger. Hold on. Game of Thrones. Yeah, man. Um, man, when you remember this guy's name, uh, he was. I can't remember what he was. He was in. He was. Oh, he was. Um, he was. Uh, the. What's his what? What's her face? Um, Mother Dragons, her like guy for a while. Oh, that dude. Yeah, her the guy she like kicked out. Yeah, forgot about him. Yeah, yeah, he's Man, in this. He wasn't important. <laughs> I don't remember his name. Uh, he was there for like ten seconds. Yeah, it's kind of hard to find him in the like the credits actually there's like too many people in this movie they're all just like random because like they cut away so many times Mm -hmm. there's so many people yeah listed but this movie is good yeah it's about drones yeah basically drones are bad that's the that's not what it's about it's about do you think drones are bad america thinks drones are awesome apparently (laughs) Like, so, uh, this movie spends a lot of time, so, like, you know, the British government is, like, going back and forth, arguing about the moral ambiguity of bombing 
uh, this target with drones. Man, okay, so Hail Mirren is after like this woman who was like a defector from America who joined. Yeah, like, the Islamic. Party yeah, so there's thing. so there's the woman. She's from America, I mean, and she's like, from England. Sorry. She's from England, and there's two guys who are from America or something. The yeah. two guys don't we don't really care about. They're just like black. There's like a, a whole bunch of people <laughs> off of like the whatever one of their most wanted lists, and like they're just going in there to like capture her. But then they went into a protected territory where if they went in, like a war would start. So they're like, man, we can't go get them now. Like we gotta maybe kill them. And then they get like a camera inside. They're like, oh crap. They got suicide vests. Yeah. We definitely got to kill them. And, you know, they're all trying to decide if they should because it's near like a crowded market and like there's a lot of people around. Yeah. So basically, it's all the movie's all about the moral ambiguity of using drones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like just spending the like Aaron Paul doesn't want to like launch the, the, uh, the Hellfire missiles from mm-hmm. the drone. He's a drone operator in Las Vegas. Yeah. Just looking at those TV screens, sitting uh-huh. in a box. They spent a lot of time in this movie complaining about how basically like doing the drone stuff and also commanding the drones is not brave mm-hmm. because they're so far away from the actual battlefield. And then it tightened even more because there's like a little girl who's just sitting right by the house that they want to blow up. Yeah, and that's Aaron Paul basically uses that as an excuse to like go up and down the chain of command and be like, well, I'm not doing it until I get approval from blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, they got to keep going up and down, up and down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Helen Miram is basically trying to find excuses to try and like get this to happen. So like the little girl shows up and she's just like, well, you know, if I could get it to under a 50% chance of the little girl dying, then I should totally be able to do it, right? It's pretty much like only this little girl's definitely gonna die because she's like right next to the house. Yeah, she's like in the blast zone. <laughs> the movie relies pretty heavily on this little girl. Like basically, the whole plot of this movie relies on her, uh, which you would think means that she would have to be a good actor, but no, she just has to uh, be there. You know, like she doesn't really do anything to have us emotionally attached to her besides just being a cute little girl. Like, yeah, she doesn't say anything. She's like hula hooping. Like, she's playing, and her dad's like, oh, you know, you're not allowed to play when people are here, but you can play in front of me. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. Like, her dad was a good actor. Uh-huh. I felt more bad for him. Yeah. Losing his bad acting daughter. But. Yeah. No, she and wasn't bad. She was okay. Yeah. That's why they didn't give her very many lines. She's just there. She's like yeah. a prop. And then the guy who, uh, who, who, uh, was, who? you know, in the Captain Phillips movie. <laughs> Uh, like where's like we're supposed to be emotionally attached to him. He does a good job. He runs around. He's trying to escape and everything. He's but almost he, getting killed. I'm like, oh no, they're gonna kill him. And then they're like, oh well, let's forget about that for a second and let's just pan back to this little girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, I felt that that was a little bit that was strange to me. I mean, that's how they would do in a real operation. It's like, oh, we're watching our operative get chased. Like, oh well. Uh, hopefully to, he makes it yeah hopefully he makes it go back to the actual target we're not here to see what's going on with him we're looking for target our target yeah 
So we go up and down the chain of command twice. Oh, uh, hilarious! Like everyone in England is like, "Well, you gotta ask somebody else because you know." No one wants to go and take the moral responsibility for it in <laughs> England. Americans are like, "Just do it." Why are you asking? Like, look, they're the like, white, they're one like, of them's American. They're like, "So, so." Once he <laughs> went over there, he lost his American passport. He ain't coming back here. You better kill him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like hilarious. I don't know if meant, they meant for it to be funny. Like, they're just like, so, go ahead. Yeah, there's this one part where, uh, where, uh, one of the generals is like, look, you gotta call the American ambassador. Uh, and the American ambassador is in, like, Hong Kong. Is it? Yeah, he's in, like, Beijing or something. Playing freaking ping pong. Ping pong. And he, like, he gets the call and he's like, look. You people are wasting my time. I'm enjoying a game of ping pong right now. And you guys have already, we already have the authority to do this. So. Kill him. Just do it. <laughs> and he just goes back to playing ping pong. Later on in the movie when the British are like, you know, feeling, you know, uh, conflicted about this little girl. The White House like Skypes them and is like, what's the problem? You guys have these terrorists just blow them up. And you know, the little girl's acceptable. So like, it's just one little girl. Come on, let's go. Uh Like if we were there, we would already done it. Like, come on, England. Uh (laughs) Everyone else is like everyone else that they ask, like actually goes to their computer and is looking and just like waiting to hear what happens. Yeah. All the Americans are like, okay, peace. Mm -hmm. Do, do what I said. Except for Aaron Paul and his co-pilot, who are the only Americans who seem to have any moral, yeah. stake in Maybe this. because they're actually looking uh, the other people didn't even look they're just like oh you told me the situation just do it mm-hmm. you know not seeing this little girl try to sell bread on the corner uh-huh you know anyway i don't know this movie's good Action solid eight, solid eight out of ten uh uh one of these things that again i'd have to say that you have to see in the theaters but like I would if, say see this more than Midnight Special. Yeah. But, like, again, you know, you actually own it on DVD. No. Mm, no. I don't, th- I don't think... I'd I- more likely watch this one on HBO Go than the other one. This one could hold my attention. Yeah. I mean, you fell asleep, but... <laughs> okay. You were tired. Yeah. I don't uh, know. Wait, that's the other thing about Midnight Special. The thing made me jump. <laughs> like, I don't know why. Well, because there's like, like so many loud noises because you're just because like, you're just like in a quiet moment and I'm like bam and it's like somebody got shot. It's like it's my like, eyes. Oh. Ah! It's uh, like, that's like pretty much it. Like that's how midnight special works. Uh, but you know this one is very quiet. A lot of information. Yeah. A lot of information. Uh so you know Iron Sky has ninety two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So you know. It's good. Go see Very it. Very good movie. Go see it. A minus. B plus. I mean, you could, that's your score. You fell asleep. <laughs> A minus. You know. Well. Whatever. You know what? I'm going to give it an A minus just because. Just because. All right. Um, and then lastly, The Boss, which I think has been severely just like underrated underrated and like i don't know what's going on with the critics i'll just start out with this it's 18 percent of rotten tomatoes which is undeserved like this movie you know 
not the fun. It's not as funny as Spy. Yeah. You know, but it was funny. I liked it. I yeah, laughed. The story fine. could use some help, but it yeah. was funny. Yeah, that's okay. So that this is, here's the problem with the story. So the uh, it's basically like you know we got to deal with the boss, uh, Melissa McCarthy, mm-hmm. uh, and she's just like. They start out in the beginning when she's still rich as like, um, oh, yeah, you have this family thing, right? And it's like, I don't want to talk about that. And then we don't talk about it for like two thirds of the movie. Well, it starts out with her being like an orphan who could never be adopted. I don't know why she like goes to people's houses and acts a mess and then like gets sent back to like her nunnery <laughs> or her her um orphanage well yeah i mean considering what a dick she becomes maybe she was always just a dick maybe you know even when you're a little girl though yeah i don't know i don't know so then she grows up to be like i'm a businesswoman i only care about myself that's why i'm so good at business you know they have the opening which i think is funny hilarious where she's like coming down all i do is win 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 no matter what i was like why don't real rich people do this i would do this i know if i was rich this basically like basically what i was expecting like you know is donald trump should start doing this at campaign rallies no this is what he should do instead of running for president you know if you want to waste your money and act like a dick just you know rub your money in people's faces and and have t-pain come and sing with you on stage while you dance and tell people how much, how rich you are. Go uh-huh. ahead. Be that kind of jerk. Uh-huh. Don't run for president. Uh-huh. Anyway. Anyway. Political moment. I know. Uh- <laughs> I'm going to stay on this just one more sentence. If mm-hmm. I was Donald Trump and I won a nomination, I would totally come out with all I do is win, 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 no matter what. At the mm-hmm. at the at the Republican convention, I would rub it in so many faces, and I would go away smirking, mm-hmm. and then I would say that I'm dropping my run for president. Really? Yes. Then you would have a, a sudden <laughs> sudden revelation of morality. Like no, 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 no. Just to say, just to prove. Oh, he just did all of that to just prove to- that he could win. <laughs> I hope that happens, actually. Uh. You know? <laughs> anyway, back to the boss. Uh-huh. So, you know, they kind of set up... They kind of turn the story in a way that you weren't expecting it from the previews. Like, from the previews, I thought, okay, she's going to be a businesswoman who loses all her money because of insider training. Trading. Comes back and, like, is trying to figure out how to have another empire. Sees, like, Girl Scouts. And they're like, oh, you know, Girl Scouts, they're making money. But they're also just, like... Not teaching these girls business skills. I'm gonna teach these girls business skills and make money. And like, I thought it would be more focus on her, like teaching these girls how to be like business women. And it kind of teetered on both of these stories and didn't really land in either. So it was like the story was very weak. Yeah, I could see like how the story is pretty much just like dragging down the score of the movie. But like the jokes are funny. Yeah. Mel- uh, Melissa Bell. McCarthy is funny. The mom is a little bit uh, like uh, Kristen uh, Bell. But yeah. she's supposed to be the straight man. Yeah, but like you know, she does this thing where like she has like the one like oh that oh you like that look like she has a look that's just like oh you I can't believe you said that oh how silly and it's like oh okay <laughs> yeah I get it you know. She was okay. Her daughter was funny. Yeah, her daughter is funny. A lot of... I, Christian Bell, I get that she's a straight woman, but, mm-hmm. like, 
worst part of the movie. I'm sorry. Man, whatever. <laughs> Her boyfriend is funny. Peter Dinklage is good. Peter Dinklage was the worst part of this movie are for you, me. What? I was like, why are you here? What is this character? Go away. I hate you. <sighs> Do you You're hate ruining Peter this Dinklage? Yes. In this movie. Oh, yeah. Whatever, man. Peter it's Dinklage. a weird, weird character. Man, look. Whenever Peter Dinklage gets cast for these comedies, he's always a weird character. He was a weird character in Pixels, too. Mm-hmm. But, like... And look what that got. Maybe Peter Dinklage is the secret poison that's destroying these movies. Is he? Because like, <laughs> you know, he was in day he was in um Days of Future Past. He was fine. He was the uh the guy who was making the robots. He showed up in the movie for like ten seconds. Days of Future Past. Yeah, the X Men movie. Wait, he was making what? Uh, okay, so in Days of Future Past, Dinklage was like the guy who made the oh, robots that killed all the X-Men. I X-Men-Men. remember that. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah. Like, he was a bad guy. Yeah, but like... He's he always was a bad guy. Barely the bad guy. He just like shows up every once in a while. And he's like, I don't hate the mutants. I just... I'm curious about them. So I made these robots that killed them. Okay. Man. <laughs> he wasn't a weird character. He was just, you know... Uh-huh. There. Anyway, he's a weird character in this movie. He's like yeah. a dude who wants to be an Asian dude. It was like, he must be a samurai. Yeah, he must be Japanese. I think it's funny. Uh-huh. But whatever. Because you want to be Japanese. I don't want to be Japanese. Um. Let's knock that out. Uh. Man. But it's it's fine. The jokes are fine. Yeah, she does her her just cursing at people ridiculously, yeah. you know, that she usually does. But it's funny in this one. Yeah. I forget the one it wasn't funny in where she was just, I was like, why are you, she's just being loud. Uh, you might be talking about the movie that Ben Falcone, the guy who directed this, also directed, Tammy. Yeah, but I didn't see Tammy. Oh, but no. <laughs> Sometimes she overdoes it. I'm like, okay, we get it. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you're so hilarious. You just say whatever you want at people. Oh, I, I don't remember. I think it was the one where they were cops. Where she was supposed to be a tough cop, and she just... Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, it was like a buddy cop movie, and like she's also not the straight... Like, she plays the same character in a lot of her movies, like, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Which is he- weird, because whenever she's heat. on TV, she doesn't do that. Yeah. Because, like, her TV show, I forget what it's called, Mike and Molly, uh-huh. she's, like, super sweet. And then in Gilmore Girls, again, she's like... Super sweet, sucky. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't know. Like, she's okay. Yeah, she's funny. She's funny in this one. Yeah, she's funny. I watch like, it. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I don't think it's great. I don't think it's, it's okay. It's not eighteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. No, it bad. is not. Because like, here's where where I put like eighteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like Hot Tub Time Machine Two. Is like. A terrible movie. Man, you mean um, Fifty Shades of Black? Yes, that too. too. Which also had terrible ratings, and it should because it's a bad movie. Like, all around bad. This movie is okay. It's like a good 6 out of 10. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, 60. It's, it's... It gets a D+. Plus. <laughs> it's not a D. Okay, it gets like it gets a C-. 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 You know, it's I'm, watchable. I'm going to go and give it 6 out of 10. 
like for real because six out of ten is pretty much what it is it's Man, funny you stick with a rating no score or ratings I, I am sticking with the rating system, system. you're the one who wants to like jump into like C- d's minus. and I'm, go ahead you stick with that i'll do i'll do numbers you know Man. and like i'm saying six out of ten for me four out of eight four out of eight you can't just look. It's got to be like, you know, out of five or out of ten, you yeah. know. Otherwise, you end up in this weird system where we got like out of 12 ratings and shit. Like, come on. Three out of five. Whatever. Is <laughs> You basically said six out of ten. You could just uh, come with me on the ten point no, system. No, I want to be different. <laughs> You're just making it harder for all the listeners. Look. Three out of five mm-hmm. is equivalent to six out of ten. It's not harder than that PlayStation View commercial. Now, let me ask you a question. <laughs> Are you going to be the type of person who assigns point, like, 3.5s out of 10s? Yes. Then just come over <laughs> to my... Are you going to... So you're going to do a 3.5 out of, like, five? Just come with me uh-huh. to the 10 points. We have brownies and cookies. It's great here. You man, know, I'm on a diet. So we're, I'm gonna stay over here with my C minus. Look, man. You know, <laughs> C minus. You just switching back. <laughs> look, this movie's fine. Uh-huh. It's a good time. Like I don't know. Like you know, I I don't know what comedies are coming up. I don't think there's any good comedies coming up. Oh, Barbershop. <laughs> yeah. So there's no good comedies coming up. Mm-hmm. So uh. You know, if you want to see a comedy in theaters, then this will do just fine. It will satisfy you. You'll laugh. Mm -hmm. It's not great. You're not going to want to watch it on DVD or Blu-ray. And Mm -hmm. I mean, if it's on television at the time, you'll stick around and watch it just like the original Hot Tub Time Machine. It's so hard because it's like (laughs) nothing. What do you really watch that comes on TV now? Unless you like wanted to see it. Well, I mean, there's nothing. Too much, there's too like, many things to watch. I already talked in the beginning about this whole PlayStation View movement thing. Mm-hmm. So, oh, like, the movement now? Well, it is for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just, I'm gonna, I've already, you know, talked about it in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, in this age where we don't watch television, you know, like on channels and stuff, would you sit down and watch this? I mean, if it was on, nah. if it's like a Friday at like, Probably no. Not. If it's I have like, too many choices. If you're home alone on a Friday and it's like 8 a.m. and you know and you don't have plans and this comes on on Comedy Central that you just happen to be watching, I think you'll stick around and watch it. I don't think so, man. That's like 2000 <laughs> life. <laughs> like this is 2016. Uh-huh. Like we are. No, I mean we're making choices over here. We don't just take what TV gives us. We're uh-huh. like, oh well, I can just go watch some uh jane the virgin okay so if this shows up on your uh now on netflix queue like recently added to netflix thing like you know that widget that shows up Mm -hmm. would you watch it then if i hadn't already seen it yeah maybe (laughs) there you go a maybe on netflix uh, if you want to watch a comedy, then go watch Maybe this Maybe watch this. Watch this. In, like, if you need to go to a theater and you're looking for something funny, then this is pretty much it. I think the scenario we're in is the only one I would see it. Oh, like, <laughs> what came out this week? 
Oh, um, nothing. The Boss. Literally two movies came out. And Hardcore Henry. Uh, yeah. Well, no, The Boss didn't come out this week. So, wait. You just saw The Boss. Yeah, I did. Hold on. My bad. Yeah, so it was like The Boss and Hardcore Henry came out. It's like, man, I don't feel like seeing Hardcore Henry right now. Uh, I too, really want to see Hardcore heavy Henry. Too heavy for today. We see it later. I really want to see Hardcore Henry. You guys, I really want to see Hardcore Henry. Anyway. Like, for real. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I want to watch it. I might without. I might watch it without you, Shuri. One ticket, please. <laughs> Coming up on one ticket, please. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking so, of tickets, speaking of barbershop, let's talk about the movies that are coming out next week. Yep. Uh, let's see. We got Jungle Book. Yeah, coming out next week, which is like you know, Lupita Nyong'o. This I is, don't know who that little boy is. Hopefully oh my god, this good. Disney love this this movie they're hoping that this movie is going to do so well is it certified fresh uh i mean but it hasn't come out yet certified it's certified fresh 100 percent, 100 percent. but like out of how many reviews oh there's like nine, there's 19 it? reviews okay wow. yeah so yeah whatever 100 percent. and of course it's gonna be good this is like nostalgia mixed with cg mixed with celebrity voices i mean they've been running trailers for this forever and they really want you to know that it's made by the guy who made iron man I'm the original one it's got like half the Marvel universes in this stupid movie, <laughs> but like everybody's doing a voice, uh huh. And you know, whatever. I guess that's like Jungle Books, pretty much like what's going to take it next week. Otherwise, aside from that, we got uh, Criminal, uh, and Selfless Point Two, pretty much two point pretty much. I don't know why they keep trying to recreate this movie. Like nobody saw Selfless. I tried to watch it. Apparently, I have to buy it to see it. I can't rent this stupid movie. If anyone forgets what Selfless is, is when Ryan Reynolds was like the young body that some millionaire put his brain into after he found out he had like a terminal disease and then it turned out that Ryan Reynolds was still alive. Well, he wasn't alive. He was a person and they erased his memories and the memories were coming back and the rich guy felt bad about it. And this show, this movie is like a criminal who. They've implanted Ryan Reynolds' memories into because Ryan Reynolds was like a CIA agent and they're trying to like get him to like disclose information to them by like stealing his brain. It's weird. Yeah, and now he's basically Jason Bourne, except he has to go and save the children. Ryan Reynolds just loves this this idea. (sighs) It's also a TV show about this. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called right now. Anyway, I got like no hype for this movie. I hope it, I mean, it's probably not going to do great. Because it's coming out against the Jungle Book, so, like, come on. Nope. Adults uh, might see it. Yeah. Foolish adults who if don't you, understand the magic of Disney. Uh, yeah, but, like, okay. So, I was going to say this one for last, but The Green Room is coming out the same week. And mm-hmm. if you really need an adult action movie, then, like, Green Room's the one to see, pretty much. Like, yeah, it's nice. It looks it's not, like a bit much. Yeah, it's all violence. So, I mean, if you don't like violence, then, you know, whatever, that's you. But, like, I don't know. What's criminal rated? Uh, no critic. Well, man. No critic reviews. They're like, we're not even going to watch it. Oh, yeah. It looked okay to me, though. Like, I'd watch it. Mm-hmm. You know? A little like bit. criminal? Yeah. Just like I said, I wanted to see Selfless, but, you know. Yeah. I'm getting very much hype. Mm-hmm. And I, oh, it's rated R. So Criminal's rated R. Green Room's rated R. 
you're so, gonna see green room like forget it you're not seeing from real mm-hmm. like for real uh and then the last one is barbershop three yeah. four five I, I don't know man not the barbershop movie that we didn't need Nicki minaj is in this one i guess because she wants an acting career now she's trying i know again you, no ratings everyone just went to go see the jungle book like twice no it has no ratings because it's not going to be a good movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a movie that's going to die. That, that's going to die based on bad reviews. See, the barber. Sh- this movie is like something you'd watch if it was on BT. You're like, oh, let me watch this until the commercial to see how it was. But do we need another one of these things? Like, you know, like here's the problem with here's the problem with like movies that are like clearly like marketed towards black people. We end up in this like weird gutter. Mm-hmm. Of, like, just, like, franchises that are safe and, like, just do the same things they did, like, a decade ago. And we just have to all, like, pop in and be like, oh, look at this thing. You know, I don't I don't like this whole thing where, like, where, like, a black movie franchise is not about, like, it's, it's just, like, this weird thing where, like, it has to be, like, this, you know, like, weird take on the black community. And like what it like, it's not really about what it's me, what it is to be black. Like he's not going to get updated because Ice Cube, old man. Yeah, but don't you think it's weird? Because we live in a world where we have like scandal on television and like blackish. We have all this stuff. These are mainstream channels. This is on like ABC. Mm -hmm. And we have like these characters that are black and they are like black characters. But they're not like this weird, like, you know, uh, stereotypical like take on black people but our movies are still like that like that's all our movies are well it's not like stereotypical it's more like from one point of view because they've decided that that's the relatable point of view because i'm sure this is when it started out barbershop was from ice cube's point of view like growing up and going to the barbershop and now it's just morphed into a caricature of itself and it just keeps going and Nicki Minaj is in it now yeah but like you know like okay let me take another example of like you know, straight out of Compton. Mm-hmm. Stars black characters. Mm-hmm. They're in the black community. Mm-hmm. I would not say that these people are caricatures of black people. And this is like a serious movie. Just because it's like based on true events, man. Uh-huh. If somebody were to like write it completely from fiction, uh-huh. I'm sure there will be one stereotypical person. In there. Okay, well, you know, all, all I'm saying is why is, why is it our comedies always have to be like, you know, like, oh, there's the barbershop. Oh, I'm old black guy. Oh, I'm Nicki Minaj, and I'm probably going to be sexy. Oh, halter top. And then all the, the we're going to have the scene like in, in like barbershop one where all the guys are just staring at her like, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of this stupid franchise. I'm tired of all the movies because then we get like what? Fifty Shades of Black. We get like uh, Meet uh, the Blacks. We get all this bullshit. Uh. But we never get, like, we don't get anything good in movies. We get good stuff on television. Like, even, even, even power on, like, stars is better than this shit. Like, come on. They take their time. I don't know. TV's better than movies sometimes, man. Yeah, but, like, TV's better than than movies universally for black people. Like, our Mm -hmm. stories and shit. And then, like, the best we could do is, like, a Spike Lee movie. Like what? Like what? Like what's what? what what's going on, man? Like I, this is probably gonna be a tangent that takes on a lot. But this is like you know, yo, forget barbershop. Ice Cube is a sellout. <laughs>
<laughs> on that note. Uh-huh. Anyway. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. This is being two tickets, please. I hate barbershop. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to let it be known for the rest of time. Mm-hmm. And I know you know better, Ice Cube, because you produced. Man, we had such a good wrap up. Uh-huh. Follow us on. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. Uh, number two tickets podcast. Uh, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash two tickets podcast. Uh, follow us on SoundCloud where we post these episodes. Uh, and also follow us on iTunes. You know, subscribe on iTunes, man. Show your support. Uh, you know, leave a comment. Leave a comment. Uh, if it's good, <laughs> share it with your friends. You Let know? us know if you're listening. Really. <laughs> I know that they're listening. By the way, I got statistics on how many people listen. Okay, and... that's not creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Why are you hey. <laughs> I'm just telling the truth, man. I'm paying all this money for SoundCloud, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> that was the episode. Uh, thanks for listening. Join us next time on Two Tickets, Please.